Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to another fantastic episode of How You Juku, your K-pop podcast of good fun and good tidings and uh, celebrations and I don't know. We just we, we hang out and talk about East Asian pop culture. I'm Peter Ravy, man with no plan. Here with me is my partner in crime, my right hand man. On my left hand side, I, I, I started turning that into a thing, uh, <laughs> and I don't know why. Once I once I jump on a bit, it's just like I can't let go. Uh, we got Brandon Cooper, aka King Kaz. How are you doing, Kaz? I am doing pretty pretty good. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that that catchphrase feels like something like DJM would come up with. <laughs> my right hand man on my left hand side. Uh, probably. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, well, I like it so much, I guess. Uh, we're here to talk about East Asian pop culture. We're here to talk about some things here and there. Of course, we start off every episode talking about what's new, what's caught our attention, what's mm-hmm. we've noticed since we last gathered. Cass, yeah, what's man. new? So, new for me, uh, starting out the week is the voice from Highlight with a song called Can Be Better, uh, which is... Just, it's a fun little song, right? Because it kind of goes through all these these moments of uh, where something just goes wrong, right? And and you're just like, can't be worse, can only get better, you know? Um, and I, I kind of like the video. It's it's super cute. It's super fun. Um, there's a lot of great moments in it. There's a lot of ridiculous moments in it, like yeah. uh, being attacked by the chickens that are coming out of nowhere. But the one, <laughs> the one that gets me, and I think hits everyone in the heart, is dropping your cell phone down down a storm drain, dog. Yeah. <sighs> Thin enough for your phone, not wide enough for your hands. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, like, it's like that. Uh, it's like you know, young enough to uh, old old enough to know better, young enough to do it anyway. You know, thin enough for your phone to fall through. <laughs> like but it's just lost forever so yeah you're gonna have to go get a new phone or you're gonna have to call like who you do who do you call to like open up a storm drain like do you have to call like the city to, <laughs> like and it'll just like uh you want us to come send workers to do what to get yeah what? it's 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 rough it's rough it's a it's a rough world you know they laugh at you over um, the phone like like Oh yeah, Julie. Listen, listen to what this guy wants to, wants us to do, uh, sir. Sir, uh, you want to go ahead and uh, tell us once again what what you said? Listen, listen, listen. Yeah, yeah it's, right. a, it's a it's a rough one. <laughs> um, uh, but, but that yeah. being that being, uh, it's a pretty fun song. Even still, it's not it's not the greatest. It's not like end all be all. But I thought I thought it was pretty fun. I had fun with it. I enjoyed it. Fuck yeah, yeah boy. Uh, yeah, no, I think I think highlights having uh, I think highlights debut year has been a solid one overall with uh, all their different releases. Yeah, they're kind of coming into their own. They're kind of making making a sound that people like, or I think people like. I don't actually know. <laughs> we like, yeah, yeah. At least that's, that's what it's important. That's all that matters. Yeah. All right. So moving on. I got some things from our boys. Uh, we started talking about uh, Epic High last week, and we talked about on the end of the track that I brought last week that there was kind of a continuation track called Love Story. Um, so this is this is I don't understand this. This is the concept video. 
for the, <laughs> there's the, a concept the, video the there's an song? art video right of uh love story and it's super cool once again it's a it's a mobile styled video so it's meant for you to be watching it on your phone and it's because of the whole fact of how it's presented to you it's presented through moments in this couple's time together and things that they recorded on their phones with each other and these moments that they have and i thought it's super cool i thought it was super fun um just like conceptually when you when you think about it as as what it's doing and what it's presenting to you and it took me out of having that moment of why i'm like where you're like god damn it this isn't why are uh, it's in this format not this format but i was like okay i get it it's it's the whole point of if you were watching this on on a phone um which would be creepy because you'd be watching other people's shit on on a on a phone and i don't know how you got their videos but whatever um it's like it's like you're one of the participants and you're going through your you know your past relationship with this other person oh man that's weird yeah um but I thought it was super fun, and I liked the song. I love Epic High, man. Can do no wrong. Yeah, and it's a good, good, uh, good contribution by uh, IU uh, in a guest appearance, uh, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Uh, yeah, I liked I, I liked the song. Uh, it was it was uh, really pretty. I'd I'd like the art version as well. It's like it's very nice and interesting visuals. It's uh, over on the suggested. It's on on their same. Uh, youtube channel but yeah th- these both versions are really cool for for this uh song and yeah like i'm i'm looking yeah. I, I still haven't gotten around to doing it uh but i'm, I'm looking forward to sitting sitting down with the whole album uh mm-hmm. especially for for other tracks on on this uh including <laughs> So that I, I had I, I don't know I had to get back to the dock and for some reason it was on my other screen. Uh, so that other track that is uh, going to be featured on this album is called No Thanks, um, and it is it is an epic high style track. It's it's featuring their boys, straight up hip hop. Uh, you got Mino on here, you got Simon Dominique, um, and you got the Quiet. Um, and it, it's just a it's just a banger. It's just a straight out banger, man. Just yeah, a banger. A, it's just a Hip hop, pass the mic, banger. Um, yeah, it's just it's just straightforward, classic hip hop style. And this is one of those things where it's like you get the both with Epic High. You get very modern, like you know, radio. I would say yeah, radio friendly to an extent without kind of being too oh, too uh, over the top. Too. It's not too, too out there. Uh, there's a couple fuckers in there. Yeah, <laughs> but the uh, radio friendly, uh, like style with their love songs and like kind of the morality stuff. But you get this where it's like just you know, down to basics, back to to their roots, uh, good old fashioned hip hop, like with aggressiveness. Yeah, I mean, but you you, know. you could you could you could swap swap out the fucks for freakers. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, aside, of, uh, but other than that, uh, the, 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 but the main thing is that it's just, it's a cool, great beat, uh, a bunch of talented MCs just killing the beat. And mm-hmm. that's, what's really cool about it. That's like down to the, just basically what this song is about. Like, uh, it's a beat and a bunch of MCs taking turns, uh, killing it. Like, yeah, 
I mean, Mino's part is pretty, is damn good too, and I, re, I actually really liked Simon um's part too. Like, I I, I thought those two parts kind of stood out to me the most. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to kind of like I said, this one's gonna be one of those like taking uh, that I, moment, sitting down with this whole album. Yeah. Um, and if you're wondering, it's it's uh what what is it? It's uh we've done something wonderful, right? Is yes. the is the album title? Yeah. And I so, will be the judge of that if you have done something wonderful. But they probably did do yeah. something wonderful. Of course. <laughs> All right. Uh, now it's Petey's turn. Yes, it's my turn. Uh, for things that are new, uh, so one thing actually, uh, so uh, a show that I, I actually checked out the first couple, first couple episodes of. Uh, so there's been obviously the trend of uh, ever since Produce 101. Uh, or produce 101. I don't know how you're supposed to pronounce that. Uh, there's been the trend now of taking these shows where you take other people's, like other either like trainees from all over the comp, all over the K-pop world, and whoever you can get to audition in known or unknown or or non-existent groups to audition for your show, so you can make a temporary group. You know. They're they're mm-hmm. mixing up the concepts in in some format or another, but they're basically making that show again because once a thing becomes popular, there's going to be a thousand of them, and that's true of television everywhere. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I checked out the first couple episodes of the unit. Uh, it's so the show is supposed to be like uh, a reboot show. So the idea that it's called mm-hmm. subtitled the idol rebooting project. Uh, so it's yeah. taking groups that had never had a chance or, or people pe- like parts of groups, groups, people from groups that never had a chance uh, or that are still getting the few wet. Like it, the idea is like rebooting, like uh, giving a second chance kind of thing, but it's really just like anybody can join them, could join the show. Cause they also had, uh, artists that had like just debuted like three months before the, the they were recording the show, uh, so I guess like post or pre failure groups. Yeah, uh, and I think overall I actually enjoyed it. It's not the most revolutionary show in in the world, but it was nice. Right. Like it had a lot of cool performances. Like, um, and I actually have notes here. Uh, like. A lot of the like you see a lot of kind of the moments. Uh, it's like the the mentors are really cool because it's Rain, your boy Rain, as a mentor, kind of as mm-hmm. like the the judges, quote unquote, as the sunbeds. They're they're uh, they're the seniors looking over, kind of uh, giving feedback. So it's Rain, Taemin, Hyuna, Jo Hyuna of uh, Urban Zakapa, uh, and Huang Chiyol. Uh, he of dude who got his career in China and now has to go back because China banned all the Korean artists. Uh, and who else? I think. And the, the, I think. Yeah, those are the mentors. Uh, and it's a good show. Like we we got to see like uh, people like um, ex members of uh, U Kiss, uh, members of like Big Star. Uh, like. We got to see funny uh, like contestants like this guy Yi Chung Ha, who was had uh, like he was the classic William Chung character that he had no talent but he was charming and he was like adorable, like that's what he did. Like he got up there, danced and sang horribly, 
but he was really he had a big smile and it was really adorable so it's like they had a whole comedic scene you know as you do uh yeah i think overall it was it was cool we got to see uh this 13 year old uh trainee Ju hyun uh who was extremely talented uh and like had rain going like when i debuted around like your age or around yeah, around your age and i was not nearly as talented as you are like at, you're at 13 years old like it's like dude like you are far above where i was at your age like uh and and it was really cool uh how that moments also had uh speaker and i included well the i uh, sorry in the show notes you'll see that i included a uh uh speak uh young g1 of speaker's performance uh she yeah. chose tonight uh and it was really nice like it was a really well done performance and it was really good to see her on stage uh i'm not gonna lie it, it was kind of it kind of made me a little emotional just kind of seeing her on stage like doing so well and then like um uh, it was interesting so it should and, and like you'll see like uh one of the things that happens like there's a crowd voting so like the premise of the show is that there's uh at least in this phase there's crowd voting so they kind of the more percentage of the crowd vote for the artists the more boots they get and if they get six yeah. boots they get the super boot that means that they just pass <laughs> the group just passes or they just pass and then if they don't get all the boots, then the judges will ju- will uh, decide like if they'll have to get at least one boot from one of the judges. Uh, but she just got like you know, <laughs> it's, that means like ninety percent of the crowd voted her, and and she did fantastically. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot to like about the show. I think the there's a little bit of controversy on the show, mainly because they were talking. People were complaining about the fact that. There were some new artists like that just debuted that got big attention, but there was also groups hmm. like Laboom, Dalshabet, uh Hyeyeon of Bestie, who kinda got relegated into like a uh almost like a just a, a spliced together montage. Um which I could see why some would be upset about that. But I I actually don't I, I understand why because like in this reality shows like what what do they what is the, the thing that drives these reality shows narrative and like having a story you know having a thing and i think in this like the early episodes for those groups there's not really that much of a different narrative for all three of those groups for all of them to fe- be featured right now like I know for like you know for sure they're going to be featured throughout the show. The members are going to be there, uh, yeah, and they're going to be there performing and featuring heavily. But in this initial moment, there was so many other like narratives and stories that you know maybe not all of them good, but like that were more unique and had more of a purpose. So I don't know. I I, I think it's 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 uh it's good and hopefully i think i also linked to if uh, i would say keep people keep an eye on the kbs world youtube channel to see if they post the episodes on there uh it was like just last week that the, i think not even a week ago that 
it aired there their first couple episodes so we'll have to see if they do like uh post the, the episodes on kbs world tv like they do with other shows I don't know. Uh, what, what what did you? I don't know if you had any thoughts about like the performance or seeing. Uh, Not really. I I looked at like a bit of it, but I didn't really really watch it to give like real thoughts on it. I just kind of looked at the stuff or like that was happening and kind of just real quick. But I mean, like I said, it's it's or it's just kind of it's kind of interesting, you know. Yeah, so I think it's it's worth checking out once it it's a if it comes up onto. Uh, onto their youtube and you get to see it i, I mm-hmm. got to see it on you know as you do and with the fan subs and stuff like that but we'll see if they bring something out uh they also kind of in this performance they they tease the ending of the first episode which was seeing hot shot out there and then Taman like being uncontrollable crying because apparently he's he's friends with one of the members of hot shot so like seeing him yeah. on stage and like being like oh you're considered a failed idol <laughs> and he got all emotional so it's like yeah what's gonna happen next why is damon emotional you know all that fun stuff uh but keep an eye out on that all right speaking of songs all right not to bury the lead but uh let's let's just get straight to it the big release uh this past this like these past couple days um twice are back this time was a full-length album actually uh their first full album uh twice to gram i love the name so fantastic they're so like it's so like modern poppy trend hopping and it's fun uh but they put they have the new song new video for the song likey and uh i i liked it i really did it's it's yeah really, it's back it's to like the formula cute song. it's back to their their formula it's back to uh uh freaking uh what's his name uh black eyed peas song who's responsible for you know all the good songs and not signal <laughs> so like it's like <laughs> well let's go back to this guy we actually you know <laughs> let's go back to the the drawing board back to the guy who gave us our hits uh and this one is is a bonafide hit um yeah it's a fun song it's a cute song it's super catchy i think it does exactly what it needs to do as a bubblegum pop song uh and uh yeah i i definitely say that me likey 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 uh i thought it was a pretty fun track like it, it definitely has the sound of the songs that you like from them which is always a good thing like 100% always a good thing to have that sound of the songs that you enjoy. Uh, so, um it's it's back to the formula that works and hopefully they just stick to it. Yeah. I mean, if you'd like to I mean, not that you want to discourage them from wanting to quote unquote grow, but uh it's well, I mean, you can grow within works. the sound that works. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm like, you don't exactly. it, it doesn't mean don't experiment. It just means all right, that experiment wasn't successful. Let's go back to what we know, and then let's figure out from there where to go. Exactly. And I think that's what works about this. Uh, it's just, you know, fun. It has some nice little nods to their previous songs uh, in, like, the choreography. Uh, there's some really cool moments. They all look great. Uh, this a fantastic, fun little rap break where 
is I think one of the best parts about the rap break is that it it's it's got the it's got it's super cutesy faux uh hip hop hard moment where they're all acting like super like hard and it has a dab where everybody if you if you if you find if you go in there the best discovery is watching going back and watching it over and over again uh seeing everybody dab and then seeing what uh G Hill does instead uh if you keep an eye on there just everybody's dab and uh G Hill hits you with the fab like like, like, like nobody informed her what the, what they were doing in that moment and she just did her own thing which is fun uh but yeah i think it, it's it's another fantastic track and it's mm-hmm. uh i'd say I can speak for us. Let's say we likey, likey, likey. We like yeah, likey, likey. Uh, I'm just fishing for an episode title. <laughs> uh, all right. Next up on the agenda, playback. Are back. They made it out of the of the. I don't want it over. Of the, uh, they made it out of the back burner at Coradel Entertainment. I, yeah, for for I'm trying to find a better term than out of the dungeon because that's that term is so played out. Uh, but they're finally back. They actually had a, a comeback uh, with "Want You to Say." Uh, they had a little, you know, kind of a single album. They had a couple other tracks. One of them is a single, uh, a, a solo track for their new slash old member. Who was supposed to debut with them, Amanda Jean, uh, but now they invited her back. Um, and it's a, a it's a really good song. I I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's very much hopping on that like tropical ho- tropical house like Latin pop sound thing that you know going around good went around everywhere. This summer. Only <laughs> the only thing about this song that like kind of got me was just uh island beat <laughs> yeah i think like yeah it's i mean it works and it's fine but we're still we're still we're still in it man 2017 the year of the island beat in k-pop yeah. <laughs> it's it's and oddly enough it feels very summer like which almost feels like maybe this is play this comeback got delayed a bit <laughs> like you almost feel like Maybe this they they accidentally like there was it was there was it was supposed to happen a little while ago, but things got held up like for whatever reason. Uh so it just happened now, but that at by the point that they were able to finally okay the comeback, they didn't have time to write a new song. So here's the summer jam in November. Uh or in the end of October. Uh but I I enjoyed it. I th- I think it's it's good to have playback back because their debut was a a fantastic uh, track, and it's 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 always sad to to see that a group show up, impress, and then just disappear. <laughs> like, yeah, and it happens all too often in K-pop. And then the fact that their their company gets bought by Tyler Kwan to be the be the jessica company and the fear that they were going to get kind of put like 
on the back burner, which they kind of were, like, while the company focused on being Jessica's company. Uh, but hopefully this portends, uh, this, uh, is a sign of things to come where you can, we're going to see more playback. Cause I think they have potential. Uh, they're like a lot of groups, but they, they, they will have to see, they have potential. They, they're good. They haven't, obviously they haven't really, even with their debut, which I thought was good. They haven't necessarily put something out there where they've defined themselves as completely unique and exemplary mm-hmm. yet, but they could. So we'll have to see. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but look for, we're looking forward to more. All right. Next up. The, the Now to a group that hasn't even debuted yet, officially. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, okay, so we talked about, I think, uh, we, yeah, we talked about maybe even last week or the pre- previous week, uh, a couple of weeks ago, actually several weeks ago, I don't know, a while ago, uh, Luna, the group, uh, the Luna, the unit odd eye circle, uh, with a new kind of surprise to me, uh, track. I don't know if they were teasing it, but it just kind of dropped and I just saw it on, on Reddit and I was like, is this? It's like a special like beach side track, something like that. But that was just proper music video for Sweet Crazy Love. Um mm-hmm. it's a it's a good song. Like it for and it came kinda came out of nowhere and I enjoyed it. It had a fun and uh feel to it and uh it's well made. Like it has a cool vibe to it. Um like the beat, the, the instrumental is really cool and interesting. The the performances are really interesting. The uh, the the visuals are really cool. Like the the just the 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 cinematography of it. Like just it's yeah. not complex. I, I thought but that it's was really pretty cool too. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Yes. I mean, I like the song. The song is really nice it's kind of simple and catchy um i like kind of the back and forth especially like kind of earlier where, where you have these mysterious parts of the song where it's black and white and then as the, you get to know the song you get more color right like those are really fun visual things to play with right um as the beat picks up you get more and more color in the video and stuff like that um and i just kind of like kind of the the overall just like look it, it looks really nice it looks really sharp and i just like kind of the color choices that are that are made um and it it just fits really well with kind of how they stylized everything so really well thought out really well done and, and i just i enjoyed it because of that yeah it's really cool and like uh luna continues to be the the surprise of 2017 like 2016 and all 2017 and not not everything has been a home run or even a hit but there's there's a lot to the, a lot of what they've been doing with this project as a whole has been really cool and interesting just in general uh and ambitious because yeah. well they've got money so <laughs> and they're gonna use it uh so yeah really cool stuff i'm looking forward to more from them uh yeah uh all right that's it for the what's new 
uh we're gonna transition over to our headlines so join us on the flip side Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Headlines. Where we talk about some of the things going on, some of the topical topics, uh, some of the happenings uh, in the world of East Asian pop culture. We have a few headlines. Uh, let's get right down to it. Uh, Jeannie, who was on hiatus to battle anorexia, has withdrawn from Oh My Girl, according to WM. All right, so this is kind of a, a downer, but... Uh, there is, I would say that there's, it's kind of a downer, but at the same time, there's a kind of like a, a hopefulness to some, to this in, on some level. Uh, so Ginny, mm-hmm. who's been a hiatus from, uh, Oh My Girl, uh, cause she's been battling anorexia. Uh, they officially announced that they canceled the con, that they agreed to a cancellation of the contract. Uh, they, they said the WM uh, Entertainment has respected her decision to withdraw and focus on her health, and that the group is going to continue as seven. Uh, it's it's like, like it says here in the article, and you can read. Uh, it's not a very complex article, but you can uh, read it there. Uh, it says that yeah, it, it sucks to see anybody go from a group because uh, you want to kind of you know want to root for all of yeah. them. But but it, you always want people to be very mindful of their health and it doesn't seem like she is being very mindful of her health right and it's like it it, it seems the way the situation played out is like because because you and and i think us here and i think when when i first looked at it i kind of took that ideal that like oh it's it's the korean music industry and they're probably forcing a standard on her right like but then you also think that sometimes people just have have problems and issues with things, right? People just have problems with, with, you know, controlling those kind of things and controlling those issues. So they're probably, they, it could have played out in a situation where they're like, yo, you gotta, you gotta get this under control. We'll give you the time that you need, you know, give you the help that you need if we can. And maybe she just couldn't get there on her own, yeah. you know? And, like, and Yeah. Yeah, like it's. I'd say yeah, because you can. The fact that they were willing to, at this point, just make the decision that it was better for her to not be part of the group anymore, not be in, you know, at least on in the company anymore. Uh, you could see that, even if it was an external pressure, you could see that maybe it probably wasn't a pressure from the company, uh, necessarily as much as it just isn't industry pop industry wide pressure of on your mm-hmm. on your on the expectations of your you know but it, it, it sometimes not even K-pop, oddly enough like entire yeah like oddly enough sometimes eating disorders and anorexia and things like that can form in just like weird mental ways right where like you you <sighs> you everybody always thinks like oh it's it's kind of a societal thing right it could just be a mental health thing you know like like in how people view themselves like that's that's just as much a mental health thing as someone who who cuts themselves or does any other kind of physical harm to themselves. you know like 
those are just things that happen with those kind of things, you know, and yeah. it could have been a bigger thing that that comes from something else. So yeah, and 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 the beauty standards of celebrity, just in general, even especially even in K-pop uh, or you know Korean entertainment, doesn't help. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, and it's probably not the best place to be if you have those issues and all oh, those, uh, those, uh, those mental health hangups, uh, if yeah. you have those, like kind of the body dysmorphia issues and things like that, like if you have that going on within you being part it's probably best to, to be away from this industry. It's not the best place to be. Uh, so it's it, like I said. It's the hopefulness is that the fact that it was this decision was made was probably for the best, and then it's going to help her get the help that she needs and have the time to get the help that she needs. Have the time, the yeah. distance, and the freedom to focus on maintaining with these kind of things. It's not a you don't cure the, you don't it, it it's not an easy cure <laughs> no it's like not overnight you, it takes time it takes time to even and to even get yourself in a position where you're better mm-hmm. but you, where you can even like cope and uh but you're while still struggling internally but coping and you know thinking a little clearer but and be able to fight it even if it stays with you forever so honestly sometimes yeah. these things stay with you forever <laughs> so like even if you even if you get yourself into a better mind state it still might be better for you to be away from the industry because that can all come crashing down on you when you're back out there with all the stress and pressure of being in the industry of being in pop music in general uh especially with the high work ethic standards (laughs) like it's just it's better to be away so all the best to Ginny. all the best to my girl who are 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 an up-and-coming group and uh have a lot of potential so uh i think i think they'll do fine yeah we'll see we'll just hopefully they keep track and and people can find out what's going on in a in a good way in a way that you know we we get good word out you know from a distance if she needs that time um all right speaking of members of uh pop groups uh former akb48 member uh, speaks out against osaka school that forced its students student to dye her hair um so so this one This one very specifically speaks on the thing that you talked about, right? This is the societal standard, right, Um, of of normal, right? So for for them and and, in 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 that cultural thing, there's the societal standard that like as a proper Japanese person, your hair should be black, right? Like and not of a different color. Like it's it's like a it's so it's like a. Japan, like many uh, many countries, uh, their schools have like strict de- dress codes. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, involves uniform standards. Uh, some a little crazy, and one of them is 
specifically not specifically having black hair but on the no, book, that's what it was. it's it's, 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 it's the not having dyed hair because what it is yeah. is on the book on paper it's you're not allowed to dye your hair right so but that's being interpreted as you should have black hair because that's what that's what being is being interpreted so in order to comply with the no dye rule and have black hair they're forcing people to dye their hair right <laughs> like, which is which has a lot right. of and then that, and then that's the fucked up societal standard that comes through in the weird rules and then you're just like I'm, wait what <laughs> like yeah. isn't by forcing this standard now going against your rules because now you're making your the kid do something that you don't want them to be doing like yeah, and it's and just it's just silly because they've got they're, they're interpreting this in a way like and the and the reason osaka is oh, no, not osaka the reason sayaka agimoto is speaking out on this is that she herself is naturally kind of more red haired uh more red brown uh hair because she's uh, i believe uh i mean i'm gonna look up her lineage she is of Japanese and uh, Filipino descent, mm-hmm. but uh, even on that, there are full-blooded, naturalized Japanese people who have naturally brown hair, like mm-hmm. or, you know, naturally lighter hair, you know, naturally red hair. Uh, it's one of those things where, yes, you ass- you kind of get into these assumptions of genetics of a certain like uh, race, but like. Genetics is also kind of random, like, <laughs> and mm-hmm. some people like. There's been like there's great uh, episodes of like Hello Counselor on TV where there was a girl who had who was Korean. Both parents were Korean, but she had very light blue eyes, like, and she was like had to go on the show like, "Yo, don't judge me, don't call me weird, like, please, like, except the fact that I have blue eyes, like, you know, like these are my eyes." And I was born with them. So, like, uh, I don't know. It, it's one of those things where it's, like, people it, it, people like to romanticize a lot of things about other countries' cultures. Especially mm-hmm. things like, <laughs> like Japanese school uniforms. Well, like, there's even other ones in here, right? Like, not even just the the forcing them to dye their hair, right? But then they're, like, just hard standards of shit that are just dumb, right? Like, you can't have a ponytail because it, it creates, like... Lustful feelings. Lustful feelings. Like, yo, yo, you, you talking about yourself, bruh. Like, you, you, like, it's one of those like, things where they talk look, about themselves and their weird-assness. <laughs> And they trying to right like, here, right like, now. I, I will, I will, hands up. If a girl has a ponytail, I'm out. <laughs> so, you know, you take that as you may. I'm just not. I'm not a man for ponytails. So ponytails don't do it for me. So I don't. Where did you get that? Where did that come from? That that a girl with a ponytail that's, creates that's, lustful feeling. What's up, guys? Okay, that's right. yo shit. Like that's yo shit. <laughs> Like I'm gonna move on. Whoever did that, uh, and also <laughs> I'm enforcing, my enforcing what color underwear can be can be worn. Like, how do you even? Okay, I'm the, let's not even talk about that one. That's just fucked up. That's, like, that's motherfuckers in charge. Think about 
high school girls the, underwear. That, mm-hmm. Shake my damn head at y'all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, not to not to judge another country's <laughs> culture, but you just you could just get you could just let people wear like a polo and and khaki slacks. Like that's a pretty good school uniform. I know. I know it's not. Hey, you know, it's, not- you know, it's okay. Let them, let them live their lives, man. Let them live their. It's fine. Well, actually, don't let them live their lives. I, I, <laughs> that let the students live their lives. Let the students live their lives. Fucking, they're having hard right. enough as it is. <laughs> Let, let's move. Let's move on to something that might make my life hard. Um, <laughs> BTS and designer. <sighs> Yes, the collab we've all been waiting for. Uh, BTS okay. the designer hint at something coming up after meeting at Billboard Music Awards. Uh, so BTS and, and designer, with two eyes, uh, for those that aren't aware, uh, the man behind Panda, uh, who has uh, bras in Atlanta, uh, apparently, uh, which... Really, I mean, he may have broads in Atlanta, but he does not have. He, he that's nice, but he still does not have. I doubt he has hoes in every area code. So, um, so which is you know he's still, you know, he's still, he still has ways to go. So you've got hoes in different area codes, then yeah. Still, what are you talking about? <laughs> Stop. I don't know. So look, I let's focus on this. How. How excited B- BTS are you about is, this collab? I'm not. I'm not. So BTS is like constantly on the rise and constantly looking to further their um their star, right? Um and in doing that, they're just they're I think it's it's that thing, right, where they're kind of going to latch themselves to what's hot at the moment. And does, I, I guess designers kind of hot at the moment. I actually really don't know. Um, or people who are people or other people are going to be latching onto what's hot at the moment, and what's hot at the moment is BTS. <laughs> right. There's well, I was gonna I was gonna say like it kind of is a two way street, right? Yeah. Um, and, and uh, like, look, if I, if it was me, I definitely be would would latch myself to fucking BTS as much as I fucking could. You know what I mean, Doug? Yeah. Like, yeah. And uh, they're 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 latching onto what was hot a couple years ago, like most of Korean entertainment. <laughs> uh, so like designer, the fact that they collaborated with Chainsmokers, you know, it's like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's so. It could make for a very interesting song at the very least. Like, uh, uh, why can't they do like there? a collab with somebody like J. Cole? Like, J. Cole's cool, right? Like, I like J. Cole. Or Chance like, the Rapper. That would be f- Chance would be cool too. Like, that'd be cool. I'd even almost take Tyler the Creator at this point. Yeah. And like, I think Tyler's a cool kid. I just don't like his music, but I think he's a cool kid. But I don't know. Uh, it, it's Kendrick Lamar. That'd be. That'd be... That'd be a better choice. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Like it 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 could be good or it could be bad. This is this is kinda how this thing has gone lately with all these like collaborations with like American rappers and, and K pop artists. Like it's either good or it's just straight out bad. So yeah, we'll know, we'll see. It's yeah. It's 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 not it's not a new thing. Yeah, you know, we we all know that uh classic Turner uh 
uh that classic Kanye West cameo on uh what the fuck song was it? it was a JYJ song. Uh uh-huh. mm-hmm. it's, it's the word it's it had worse English than most K pop songs. <laughs> like it was it was hilariously bad. Uh, uh, we'll just uh, see. We'll see. We'll see. That's all we can say is we'll see. And we'll see. And see. Uh, yeah. yeah. So next up, kind of a fun. This one's a little bit more of a fun, cute thing. Uh, mainly to kind of lighten things up before we wrap up, which is it. We wrap up a little bit sour, but this is more of a cute thing. So X Japan's Yoshinki. Uh, X Japan's Yoshinki. Yoshiki. Uh, who's been, you know, kind of doing his thing, uh, post X Japan, or I guess, you know, still with X Japan. Well, I, I'm not familiar with X Japan. I think they're 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 no longer active, uh, but they are definitely a legendary Visual K band, uh, and he's kind of a cool, like, fascinating figure, just on his own, doing like movies and like stage productions and like composing classical music and shit uh, extra fans Joshiki gives weather report in English on French TV delights fans yeah. worldwide uh, this is probably one of the most adorable things ever uh, him standing in you know uh, let's talk about yeah actually list a couple of things that he's done he has uh, he owns a number of recording studios overseas and involved in ventures beyond the music industry Having dabbled in kimono design, winemaking, and a collaboration with Hello Kitty. <laughs> and Hayashiki is once again testing the waters of a new field. TV weather forecasting. As shown as a video clip uh, by, tweeted by the artist himself. Um, yeah, it's basically he just gets up there, tries to, it does a weather ca- forecast the best he can in English, uh, and does his best at pronouncing French city names uh, with the help of the hosts. Uh, yeah. And it's. I mean, it's, it's kind of a silly TV thing, right? We it, it happens all the time. Like, if you watch any foreign TV, this is kind of bits that happen all the time on foreign TV. So, like, there's no surprise in this bit, but it's still it's still cute and it's still funny. It's still it's still uplifting, and, and it was still fun. Like, it's, it's still a really cool, fun moment uh, mm-hmm. that they created there, and uh, it, it was nice. It's nice to see him there and doing well because we're, we're I think. A lot of people, a lot of fans of Extra Pan and Yoshiki are hoping for good things. Cause this, is the, this is something even I was aware of, that he's kind of been not doing well health-wise. Uh, mm-hmm. The fact that he's required emergency surgery last year, uh, his, his, uh, like he, he, he brings it, uh, uh, he puts all of himself on stage, and it's, it's, it's coming back to bite him health-wise so it's one of those things where you want to see him in good spirits just any yeah. any way whatsoever so good for him i think uh, seeing him do fun things um and i i think it was really cool to get to see him perform a couple years ago in on J- at japan night <laughs> randomly when he showed up because of a bunch of bands had visa issues so they had to like call in reinforcements from all from the other Japanese artists that were there at the time just happened to be there and he just happened to be there and they just like asked him and it's like he said yes so he showed up with yeah. like a with the string quartet 
on that little fucking goth club stage, like set up with the grand piano that they had to put on there. Uh, I don't think it was a grand piano, but it was like a, it was a piano that they had to put on the stage. I remember them doing the logistics of getting it up there. Like it was hilarious. <laughs> like, right. Uh, yeah. And it was just a wild performance. Cause it was like this 20 minute instrumental and then him coming out on stage, doing a couple of songs, a couple of really substantive, like longer songs and are really good compositions. But like, it was just interesting. And then he, he said a few words, did one more song and then he left. And it was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, uh, and it was fantastic. It was cool. Uh, yeah, so hopefully we'll just he hopefully he can get better because he, he's a great performer. I've, I've, from what I know of X Japan, they're just a really good performance to watch, and it's really super cool. Yeah, uh, it's one of those things where I, I, it's one of those artists that you hear about even tangentially. So I, I, I definitely want to give them more time to kind of delve into who they are. Um, but yeah. All right. I hate to end on this sour of a note, but I I didn't feel like following this up with anything because nothing else could. Silly articles about like uh, internet cafes in Japan or anything like that would feel out of place after it. Uh, so, actor Kim Ju Hyuk passes away after a car accident. Uh, so, Kim Ju Hyuk is somebody that we are familiar with, like you and I. Because uh, mm-hmm. if nothing else, we are fans of the current ongoing season of Two Days, One Night. Um, he was a big part of the initial uh, the initial cast uh, before he left because you know, to, to yeah. work on... Part of the, part of the reboot cast, part of the cast that kind of brought that show back to life. Um, Mostly the current cast... Uh, Aside from his, the people that came in to fill his uh, space, but um, and he was definitely a big part of what made that show work. Um, yeah, yeah. He unfortunately had a car accident, and there's been a lot of speculation back and forth of what happened, but we don't know, and I I don't really care about speculating. Um, it's it's crazy and sad and and heartbreaking. That such a talented dude could be lost to us so soon. Like such a talented, good, like good-hearted person who's like uh, looking forward to a lot of things. Like he was planning to get married and start a family pretty soon. Uh, so it, it, was, it was it was super heartbreaking, and we've been getting word of like all like his cast members being notified, and like Jun Jun Young. Uh, the young kid um he was actually filming law of the jungle and they had to actually they had, were having struggle they were struggling to actually get in contact with the crew out there so it took actual days until they actually got in contact with with him to even inform him of that this happened so it's like uh, i don't know i did did you have any thoughts Kaz? No, it's just it's just kind of a sad moment that like I don't know I don't really want to make too many comments on it's just kind of a sad messed up thing um, and then I don't know hopefully everybody just I, I, there's really nothing you can say on on a situation like that yeah hopefully um, hopefully all we wish all the best to, to his friends his family um, 
his his girlfriend who you know at this point probably uh who had they had this uh halt uh filming of Running Man because uh, she's a cast member there. Um all the best to everyone. Uh uh yeah, all our condolences from here in the Halajuku family to all his friends and family. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Alright. Pause. And alright, Kaz. Yeah. What's what's going on in your world? Same stuff as always. Check out Sports Odds and Ends where me and JVZ talk about all the goings on in in all the different sports that we we can physically pay attention to, which some of them we actually don't pay attention to at all, but we still talk about them. Um, that'll be coming up. Um, uh, the the I don't know why I can never think. Um, DKG Welp, the Drunk Kids Gaming Podcast, with me and my good friend Curly, and our r- circling round table of different guests and, and friends that we get to have on that show all the time, which is super fun and super awesome. Um, definitely check that out. We do that show live every Sunday at uh, 10 p.m. EST, so you can check that out. Adjust times accordingly to your own time zone. Um, and that's pretty much it. Check out those things. Love them. Like yeah. them. And subscribe to them. Yes. Um, yeah, and you can, of course, follow Kaz. At King Kaz. Uh, I'm at Petey Rave. The show is Halijuku. Halijuku.com. Kpoppodcast.com. Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Rebelli TV on YouTube and other places. All, you know, all the places. Well, didn't they tell you? Don't you know? Um, Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Uh, yeah, follow, like, share, subscribe. Around Pocket Do all those cool things. Yeah. Uh, leave a like leave a fucking like please yes uh reviews leave a five star review look we'll start with a like though just leave a just start with a like and then after a like if you come back again after that subscribe yeah and then after that and then have them do those things that we had yes uh yeah until next time Hasta los huevos. Annyeong. Fighting. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>